0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So, you said it last week. I said the one thing about the St. Louis Blues that scares me is they're just not as quick as some of these other teams in the NHL. Do you think they're going to be able to find some quickness and catch up to the Avalanche after yesterday? Actually, they have no option. They have to. Well, they have to, but do you think they will?
1: I think it's going to be very difficult for them. I think watching some of I didn't see all of it, but watching last night's game, it is evident that the Colorado Avalanche have the exact team for which they are built. Yep. There's quick, finesse. They're, they're physical, but not physical to the point of domination. But it's the speed and the quickness that make the difference. And here, here's a glaring example in the numbers. Colorado took 37 shots on goal last night, made 6 of them. The Blues took... Twenty shots on goal. They couldn't get their shots. Why? Because that quick Colorado defense was uh, checking them as they came down ice, knocking them off their formula. I, I thought just a really well played game. Colorado wins it six to three. The Avalanche fell behind one nothing in the first period, came back and scored four quick goals in the second period, up four to one. Blues made a bit of a comeback, but in the third period. And Nassim Kadre had a hat-trick for Colorado, and that's big. Anyway, here's the bottom line. It's 3-1, Colorado leads. St. Louis has no option. It's a best-of-seven series. They have to win every game from here on in, which means winning two in Colorado and one in St. Louis. Next game is tomorrow night in Denver. So we'll see, but the odds of St. Louis coming back are not very good. Colorado is a very good hockey team, and looks to me like they're headed not just for the Western Conference Finals, but maybe for the Stanley Cup Finals.
0: Like I said, speed kills, and right now it's evident, and it was definitely evident when Tampa Bay started winning everything a couple of years ago because they were just so dang How about quick. this year? About oh,
1: this? I know, dude. I know. Playing I know. The Florida, or were playing the Florida Panthers, who were seeded higher than Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay swept them.
0: And they quick. They real quick. So, speaking of quick, State High School Baseball Championships are in Ozark again this year. I cannot believe it's already back. Feels like we just started the season. All of next week. All of next week, it's Championship Week down in Ozark at
1: Highway 65 Ballpark in Ozark. And it all begins on Monday. It's every day, Monday through Saturday, there will be championship competition. The Classes 1 and 2 schools, the smaller schools, play Monday and Tuesday, championship being on Tuesday. The classes three and four schools play Wednesday and Thursday, with Thursday obviously being the championship. And the larger schools, and we do have we have area schools involved in all classes. And the five and six teams will play Friday and Saturday. That's a week from this weekend. And the championship games on Saturday. Willard is a defending state champion. They are still in it. Marionville is a defending state champion. They are still in it. So we'll see uh, how it all boils down, but all of next week, Monday through Saturday, championship games at U.S. Ballpark.
0: Man, exciting stuff and really good for the area. And uh, good luck, uh, young men. Get that dub. (laughs) All right, so speaking of dubs, uh, the exhibition schedule has been released now. We know where the Chiefs are going to be preseason. and. Got lucky, got two home games in the preseason because there's only three. Eventually, there's only going to be two. I know that's coming too, and soon I bet eventually there's only going to be one. Um, But uh, I'm happy that they are at home twice.
1: It has to be that way because of the formula. They were away for uh, two games Mm -hmm. last year and had one at home, so you balance it out. And I do agree. I think it will come down to two exhibition games. Probably within the next five years, five or six years. Easily. It'll be right away. I don't think we'll ever see just one. Two is really the minimum they can get away with to be able to judge players. But over and above that, Chiefs do have three games. They open on the road. Their one road game is the Soldier Field Chicago. I find this interesting. They're playing the Chicago Bears on Saturday, August the 13th at 12 noon. How about that, huh? 12 noon, a Saturday afternoon game in August when the Cubs and White Sox are also playing at home.
0: What am I doing on that weekend? I might have to make a little go, trip go. to Chicago, man. It's the first game. Yeah, I would never been to Soldier Field. that be oh, that'd be, a, be a pretty cool deal. I love Chicago. Magnificent. I'd yeah, I might I think you just I think you just put a little bug in my ear. Now you got to go home and convince my wife that it's a good idea too. I ain't doing that. Come on, man. How are you going to get me set up like that? Come on, Ned. Their
1: uh, home game is against, the the first home game is against the Washington Commanders. That'll be Saturday, August 20th, and that is also an afternoon game. Late in the afternoon, starts at 3 o'clock. And then their final home game, final exhibition game, will be Thursday night. It's only five days later, and that's August the 25th, the Green Bay Packers come in. And then Kansas City gets almost a three-week hiatus before the season opens on September 11th. That's, that's a long time, but they'll have plenty of time to judge the roster and get things underway and heal up whatever bumps and bruises they have from the exhibition season. So it's almost here. Chiefs opened the season in Phoenix against the Arizona Cardinals on September 11.
0: So, uh, St. Louis Cardinals playing with our neighbors to the north. They get the dub against the Blue Jays. They
1: did. An interesting game against the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto had a 3-1 lead in the seventh inning. Cardinals came back and tied it. Game went into extra innings. <laughs> St. Louis loads the bases with two outs, and here's Goldschmidt coming up. You know he's going to get a hit. He got more than a hit. Grand slam, walk-off grand slam, and the Cardinals beat the Toronto Blue Jays seven to three. This is with a kind of a makeshift Cardinals lineup. Yachty's not there. He's on bereavement leave. Bereavement leave, and there are other patchwork additions to their lineup. But still, they got the win. Miles Michaelis was on the hill, and he was able to tame Colorado for quite a ways. So 7-3, the Cardinals get their win. Royals come out. Boy, they are a frustrating team, I'm telling you. They hit three home runs in the first inning, and Bobby Witt, Jr. had one of them. Whit Merrifield had one. Three home runs in the first inning, get a 4 nothing lead. Zach Greinke is on the hill. Now, remember, Zach Greinke is a former Arizona Diamondback. They knew what to expect. They lit him up for three runs. And hit him around pretty good. Arizona wins the game 9 to 5. Kansas City just can't seem to get things going for them. It's really frustrating because they are a better team from what they have shown, but they're not proving it on the field right now. Still Kansas a young City team. loses.
0: Still a young team. Um, speaking of young, I was going to ask you I read an article yesterday, or maybe it was someone complaining online about. Mo's need to keep going after newer and newer players for the system. (laughs) Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's an obvious
1: thing. The Royals organization is pretty good. We've seen the Northwest Arkansas Naturals down here, a lot of talent. A lot of talent last year. Witt was with them last year, and they have a very good baseball team this year. They're up and coming, but that doesn't necessarily translate into maturity once they get to Omaha and Kansas City. You hope it will, but... So far, it hasn't really manifested itself. I don't think it's Matheny's fault by any stretch of the imagination. It's the way things have worked out. This is all of pro sports. All of sports is in a cycle, and the Royals are in a bad cycle right now. Things will get better. They have
0: too much talent not to. Yeah, they do. I agree. All right, uh, Missouri State Bears um, have a big test today. Do you think uh, they're even going to get to play with the weather, though? I don't know. I'm... This is not a weather show. I don't know. (laughs) He's just trying to be a little bit more
1: optimistic. They're supposed to play at 130, and this is a big game because there's no option here. The Bears have to win the game. This is the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, and it is the play-in round. Play-in round, one loss, and you're gone. Bears are playing Illinois State at 130 at Hammonds Field. If the Bears win, they advance to tomorrow's regular part of the tournament, and that is double elimination. So there are some options there, but not today. Got to win today, and the other game is Valparaiso and Indiana State. They play at 530. Their chances of playing are a little bit less than what the Bears are right now. But, hey, we'll have to see what happens. This The Valley Tournament continues all week long, right up until the championship games this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. And it's a big one because the winner, of course, is the NCAA National Tournament Representative at the Missouri Valley Conference, and it's really kind of unlikely that anybody else will get there unless there is a winner other than Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist is really good. They're nationally ranked, although they're not the leader in the Valley. It's a strange way this thing has worked out this year, but it is very good baseball, and I think you'll enjoy everything you see.
0: I do too, and uh, hopefully they can get the game in. Like you said, we're not a weather show. Last but not least, (laughs) um, Celtics and Heat Series has been pretty damn exciting so far. It was a great game yesterday. We got the win. Last time I had looked at
1: the score, the Celtics were up 18-1. to (laughs) Miami couldn't hit their backside, if you get my... They took off
0: early and never let them catch up. 102-82,
1: 102-82, to 82, I think the final score was. In fact, that was the final score. Celtics win it, and that series is now tied at two games apiece. They go back to Miami for Game 3. Miami has the home court advantage, and Mike, we've talked about this. In basketball, I think that makes a very big difference. Still, I'm of the opinion that Boston is the better team. But we'll see how it's going to work out. It's tied right now. Jimmy Butler really makes that Miami team go. Couldn't do it last night, but then again, tomorrow night's another story.
0: Yeah, and I have a feeling that series is going to go seven games now. we got another one tonight, Warriors and Mavericks. I don't think this one's going seven. That's over.
1: It, no, 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 no. Don't, don't look one. at me in, inquisitive. It's over as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I was Poland like, State, wait a minute,
0: they got to play tonight. What are you talking
1: about? <laughs> and, I, and Golden State will win it tonight. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to Folks, I wish that. you could have seen the look. It's not over. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what day is it? Ned, you're freaking me out here. Yes, it is. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess if Ned says it's over, it's over. You have a good day, sir. <laughs>